Hi there, friends. It's your host, Shelby Adams, and welcome to episode number two of the I Shall Be podcast. Today's episode is actually going to be about saying yes to God's calling. Um, I'm actually going to be talking about uh, my journey thus far since then saying yes to him, to his calling and what he's assigned over my life. Um, I just simply want to share my testimony with you all in case you guys may be wondering um, what it is that God is calling you to do or if you kind of know what God is calling you to do, but you're feeling a bit afraid or um, fearful of having to commit to such a, I mean, it's a huge, not task, but it's a lifestyle, right? And I know that it can be very, very scary because it's a complete lifestyle change for sure. And uh, I just kind of want to share my journey thus far in hopes of it being um, some sort of encouragement or inspiration to you all as well. Um, And I also just kind of want to answer the question of where do I actually start once I do say yes to God's calling? Um, so yeah, we're just going to go ahead and dive on in. But first, I would like to just say a quick prayer for you all today and uh, read scripture before I kind of share that with you guys. So if you do have a moment, um, Yes, which I assume that you do because you're listening to this podcast episode, but um, I'm grateful that you're here and let's go ahead and pray. Father God, I come to you, we come to you as boldly and firmly and humbly as we can, Father God. I know there are many others who are here today or listening to this podcast today who are extremely afraid of the calling that you have placed upon their lives, Father God. And I just want to give them some sort of word of encouragement today, Father God. I ask that not only do you, in conjunction with the Holy Spirit, speak through me to be able to speak to them, Father God, but I just pray that after they receive this message today, they received the word today that we light or spark that or ignite that fire inside of them, Father God, that passion to go after you, Father God, and to walk boldly in your name, Father God. I pray that whatever the enemy is trying to plant inside of them, whether there's seeds of doubt, Father God, seeds of fear, paranoia, or the fear of judgment, Father God, that we rebuke those and bind those in the mighty name of Jesus, because we know that that is ultimately what is stopping them from fulfilling their duties as a servant leader, Father God, and as a disciple of your kingdom. At the end of the day, we are here to simply further advance your kingdom, Father God. And I just pray again, I just pray for the boldness, the courage, the bravery, Father God, that they'll be able to just come before you, Father God, and just come to know who you are, Father God, so they can experience the salvation, the joy, the peace, and the love 
on the other side. I pray this prayer firmly and boldly. Those are going to be our words today. It is in your name that we pray, Father God, and that we love you and we glorify you and we magnify you. Amen. Thank you guys for listening to that quick prayer. (laughs) And I hope your heart uh, has received it. I do want to turn your attention towards Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1 through 6. And I'm just going to read that with you all. Um, This was actually written by Paul when he was imprisoned. Um, So, yeah, Paul has actually been speaking to me a lot since the beginning of my uh, walk, you know, in Christ and fully submitting to him. And uh, his letters are just truly amazing. And they are so filled with um, such encouragement. And it just honestly gets me excited just reading um, what he has to say uh, in the Bible. So hopefully it speaks to you in the same way. But scripture states that, Therefore I, a prisoner for serving the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling for you have been called by God. Always be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Make every effort to keep yourselves united in the spirit, binding yourselves together with peace. For there is one body and one spirit just as you have been called to one glorious hope for the future. Amen. There is one Lord, one faith, one baptism, and one God and Father who is over all and in all and living through all. Amen. So I specifically love this scripture because... It basically says that we are, we are called to lead a life that is worthy of God's calling, okay? And we should do so with patience, you know, with gentleness, with a soft, meek spirit. We should be doing this in an humble way, but yet boldly, Right? And when you make every effort to align your life with the spirit, with God, there is so much reward on the other side. And when I mean by rewards, I don't mean materialistic or superficial things such as, oh, God's going to bless you with a big house and a car and yada, yada, yada. I mean, all those things are cool. Don't get me wrong. They're very cool. And... God would definitely show up in your life in that way as well. But the true, but the true rewards are the the salvation, the redemption that you get on the other side of being obedient to his calling in which we're going to save that for later on. Okay. Um, but that's what I got from it. And Oh gosh, it just gives me the chills just reading the word and talking about it. But 
Um, now that we've read scripture, I definitely want to dive into my testimony as well. So God has been calling me. Let's just be honest. God has been calling me for a while. <laughs> I mean, for years to come. I first heard my calling around the time, um, I want to say, when I truly heard my calling was 2017. When I just had Kaysen, um, my baby, who will be six in June. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, that's the first time. And God was calling me to actually start like a like a book club um and geez with just now you know being a first-time mom and uh, I was dealing with a lot a lot at that time um I mean facing many trials and tribulations right um I allowed the enemy to sort of like come in and plant those seeds of doubt um, I was so focused on other things that, oh gosh, now, you know, hindsight 2020, I'm like, why was I even worried about that? But, you know, at that time, that's what was going on. My focus was not on God at all, which I shamely admit. Um, but I know he is, he is my redeemer and I've been redeemed. So I'm here to, you know, speak honestly and being uh transparent about everything and so yeah uh i needless to say i did not fulfill that calling at the time during that season um i just i didn't feel the love that i feel now and i don't i didn't feel the passion that i feel now um in my walk of faith you know, back then. And honestly, to be very honest with you, in a way I regret it, but then I don't. And I hope, hopefully that makes sense. Um, because it made me who I am today. And I felt like it, it's, um, it's, it's, it made me who I am today, but it made me feel like I'm much more, powerful in a sense and it definitely strengthened my character for sure I had to go through those trials and tribulations in order to have the mindset that I have today um but going back uh to the story so I was called to do a book club and I even tried it I tried sharing you know my vision with others which you should never do outside of God's will right um, I've tried actually, uh, you know, I picked out a book and everything started sharing the opportunity with others to join the book club, but I wasn't consistent with it, nor did I even start it because I was just so afraid and I was so focused on just trying to survive and make sure, you know, Kaysen was good and, um, that work was good. So I'll be able to, you know, continue having a roof over our heads and be able to feed him and stuff like that. And uh, I wasn't truly relying on God. And I definitely was unaware of how big God is. And just by simply submitting everything to him and laying everything at his feet, like 
what that could have done. It could have saved me so much, (laughs) so much heartache back then. But of course, living in the flesh and not the spirit, you know, yeah, you you know how it goes. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, so that was my very first calling. And then, um, couple of fast forward a couple of years later, um, I was called to, you know, become a life coach. Um, so I've started, and I can't wait to dive into that, but I've started doing, uh, you know, I got my life coach certification, started kind of spreading the word on Instagram and stuff and on, uh, across different social media platforms. But then of course, you know, well, if you are a fellow life coach, you understand the struggles of being a life coach. But I, my problem was with everything. This reoccurring theme, this reoccurring issue was the consistency. I lacked the consistency. And I will say, I honestly regret that so much because had I been consistent from the very first calling, I think my life would look completely different today. But at the same time, I am so grateful for where I'm at and who I am today. I really am. And, you know, God is of a soft spirit and he is of compassion. And so with that being said, he is compassionate towards us. Therefore, we should be compassionate towards ourselves and have some sort of grace towards ourselves, you know, and mercy for ourselves. And so, um, not only did I have to ask God for forgiveness, um, but I also had to learn how to forgive myself when God has placed this calling onto my life. Um, A few, you know, a few months ago, I just, (laughs) man, it, it was like, I don't know, things just got brighter. My, my past, present and future just started to look brighter, you know, and I honestly have been experiencing this immense amount of joy, peace, love, all the above, Right? Since saying yes to God. Now, with that being said, let me give you a little bit of a, not insight. Well, yeah, I'll give you a little bit of insight. So I had a dream, and you all are the first to hear about this. But I had a dream a couple of months back when I found out I was pregnant with my baby, my now baby girl. Yay, we found out the gender this baby girl. Um, and I just had this dream back in October of like me holding this baby in an all white onesie. But like these scales were like falling off her eyes. Like it was like something just coming off of her eyes. And to be quite honest with you, it grossed me out. <laughs> like when I woke up, I just kept seeing it and it was like this dream was taunting me 
just constantly, constantly taunts me. Like, I, it wasn't even a dream anymore. This was like during the day, and it was just that image just kept coming across my mind. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, what is this? Like, this, this image, like, it's just, ew, like, <laughs> it just looks disgusting, right? Um, but little did I know, God was getting ready to call upon me. Even though it's been a couple of months now, it was a couple of months afterwards when I finally started putting all the pieces together, started seeking him and everything and just getting confirmation. But God was sending like those preliminary signals like, I'm getting ready to unveil the scales of your eyes. And in doing so, I need you to come boldly, but in a childlike faith. And having that childlike faith. And so, now that I'm talking about this, it's just crazy how like everything just came together. Because I really, truly did not understand that dream. I'm like, why would anybody taunt me? Like, was this supposed to be a nightmare or what is this supposed to be? <laughs> you know, um, but it was God telling me that he's getting ready to unveil the scales of my eyes in a childlike way. And I need to have more of a childlike faith when it comes to him. And so fast forward to, you know, up until a couple of weeks ago. I've really been intentional about setting aside time to get into the word and understand what God is calling me to do. Um, And also I've been consistently, not only just consistently getting into the word and reading scripture and trying to understand what it is that he's, he's putting on my heart, but also consistently, you know, attending church. And getting connected with my church, getting to know people, you know, being a little bit more attentive to the word and what the pastor has to say. And in doing so, God has blessed me with so much clarity on my life. Now, need I remind you, since... Man, since sometime last year, I've been like praying like, God, okay, I feel very lost and confused. Like I am, well, today I made 27, so happy birthday to me, (laughs) but I am about to be 27 and, um, which is kind of, it's closer to my thirties and I still really don't know what it is that I want to do with my life. And I'm just like really confused about it. Like I was, it was really bothering me. I mean, really, really bothering me. You can ask my best friend, Nate. Like she, (laughs) I was bothering her. I'm like, sis, I genuinely don't know what to do. I was juggling between going back to school to pursue law, um, juggling into getting back to my coaching practice, or I started making these handmade arts and crafts, which God has blessed me with the gifts and talents to be able to do all of them, right? But when I've tried to pursue those things 
it just didn't feel right in my spirit. It didn't feel right in my spirit. And I just felt like God, God's hands wasn't in it. And that was, once I realized that, I was like, okay, Shelby, we're getting somewhere. We're getting somewhere here. You're wanting to serve God in a meaningful way that best fits you. And that's when, you know, the light bulb kind of started like brightening up a little bit. It was on, but it was like real dim and it started brightening up a little bit. And I'm like, okay, I want to do something not only for it to be meaningful, right, in this world, but I, I needed to to serve my God-given purpose. Like, I need God's hands in it. Like, 1,000%. Not just, oh, okay, you know, um, I'll say a prayer to you or I'll, I'll make sure I make certain biblical references here, you know, on social media, whatever. Like, I needed, like, his total presence. Not just in my life, my personal life, but I needed to be in my professional life. And so fast forward back up until present day, I've been speaking with uh, a few of the pastors from the church. Um, I even took like this assessment um, in addition to prayer, asking God to reveal my spiritual gifts um, in which I'll actually link that assessment below in the description as well. Um, so you guys can figure out what your spiritual gifts are and how you can move accordingly. And um, I've just been praying, just praying for just that clarity and that confirmation on what it is that I should be doing with my life that will best serve him and that will have his presence in his hands through and through. And of course, and of course, it leads me all back to my life coaching. <laughs> my life coaching and um, I'm actually going to reveal my spiritual gifts maybe in a later podcast but not um, not at the moment because I still want to protect that what what God has revealed to me um, but not saying I don't trust you guys I love you guys so much but I just want to protect it a little while longer um, but yes basically not basically it did it led me straight back to life coaching so here I am again. I've tried launching my coaching practice so many times, as you guys know, who follow my business page at ishelby.co. And I'm like, God, literally, he just revealed this to me a few weeks ago. And I'm like, God, I'm so scared. Like, I, I feel afraid. I failed at this so many times. Okay. My audience is going to be super confused because I've posted my handmade arts and crafts on there I've then tried to go back to life coaches and I did this and and it's just like god I, I'm, I'm embarrassed like I don't I don't want to do it <laughs> you know and God said shall be are you going to sit here and idolize the opinions of others over me and what I have called you to do. In addition, are you going to allow the enemy to place that fear of judgment in you over the calling and the purpose that I have 
assigned to you. And when he revealed that portion to me, I was like, okay, God, all right, all right. <laughs> okay, that's not fair, but, well, I can't say it's unfair, right? But he was right. Like, who am I to question the calling over my life? Who am I to question that? Like, I'm nobody. I am a servant of you, Lord. You know, and you have my best interest at heart. You know what it is that I should be doing and what I shouldn't be doing. And I would be crazy to even question that whatsoever. That would, that's, yeah. <laughs> so when he revealed that to me, I just pray and I immediately just started praying and asking for forgiveness for even questioning it in the first place or even allowing the enemy to plant those sort of like seeds of doubt inside me. Because where God is getting ready to not only take me, but to others who have said yes to his calling, it is going to be absolutely massive. It's going to be massive. It's going to be huge. And there's going to definitely, definitely be a substantial amount of peace. There's going to be so much love, grace, joy, his mercies, everything you can think of on the other side of this. I'm already redeemed. You are already redeemed, especially if you've already repented of your past sins and asked for forgiveness and you've and you're making the decision to say yes to his calling. But what he's getting ready to do in my life, I feel like it's just I can't even put it into words right now, but I can feel it and I've received it in my heart. And if I don't take this time out right now, when I say I, I mean all of us. If we don't take this time out right now to submit everything to him, right? And to be obedient to what he is calling us to do. You are further going to live in so much chaos and turmoil and struggling. You're going to further live in your struggles. You're never going to have that peace. You're going to continue on with that addiction. You're going to continue on with whatever it is, whatever struggle that you may be facing. You're going to continue to have financial struggles. You're going to continue to feel lost, confused, abandoned, and abused. But when you make the decision to say yes to God and his calling that he has on your life, I mean, for me, to be honest with you, it almost felt like instantly. It really did. Even though it took me up until this, up until this point from back in 2017 to say yes. When I truly, and I'm not just talking about, you know what, God, I'm about to start walking down, you know, uh, walking in Christ. I'm about to start going to church, da, 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 da. No, when you start 
actually, when you say yes, wholeheartedly, I want y'all to look up that word wholeheartedly with every part of your being, your spirit, your soul. There's so much grace on the other side. There's, there's so much peace. There's so much joy. There's so much love. I can't reiterate that enough. I'm telling you, since then, I have said yes to God. He has, I've been much more confident. I've been, oh my gosh, at peace. I can't really explain that. I can't express that enough. I've been at peace. I've been just feeling this love that no one else can give me not even my son and my unborn child can give me and i love them oh my god i love them to death but the love that i've been experiencing from god that has been transcending from through me oh my gosh y'all literally have no idea it almost makes me feel sorry for the people who are still on the fence about not saying yes to God's calling. So, yes. What does that look like? How do I even start to... How do I even say yes to God? You start by saying first, praying and asking God to forgive you of any of your past sins and transgressions. And then you make the conscious effort and you be super intentional about hearing his voice, getting into the word scripture, going to church, seeking counsel from your pastors, and really and truthfully, start learning about learning how to study the Bible and how to read it. I said all that to say, though, really and truly, you should. The first step is being obedient. Being obedient. Whenever God calls you to do something, whether it's calling that friend to pray with them or ask them how you can pray for them or to all the way to serving in the church, starting a podcast, whatever the case may be, starting your ministry, being obedient to everything that he asks you to do. That's how you can start saying yes to God's calling. Because I promise you, the more you do it, the more clear things begin to appear, like the more clarity that you have over, okay, what it is that I should be doing. God will bless you with the spirit of discernment where you're able to filter the truth from the hearsay or what others have to say of this world. You begin to... Of course, hear his voice more clearly. I can, I, I can honestly say and attest to it that I hear his voice a lot more clearly than I have before. And that's something that I've been 
craving and I think he knew that but he had to he was waiting on me to be obedient and not only that for my parents for my mommies my daddies out there who have children I can honestly see how by me being obedient saying yes has trickled down into my son's life oh my gosh and that's a testimony for another day But I can see how it has changed and switched up my household. Like 1,000%. I can see how it's been affecting those around me. They're definitely starting to open their eyes like, oh man, well maybe I... Man, you know, I've been told, Shelby, you have this light on you that's just like... I just see lightness and you could definitely sense God's presence. And I can't tell you how much of a compliment that is. I don't do this for compliments or for accolades. I do it strictly for our dear Heavenly Father. But at the same time, a part of me is like, wow, that's amazing. You could be able to sense his presence through me. That's, I think that's like one of the biggest compliments I ever received in my entire life. Not I think, I know. That is one of the biggest compliments that I received in my lifetime. And so I just want to share that with you all. For those of you who may be contemplating on saying yes to God, I'm telling you right now, (laughs) what you've been doing ain't working. It, It ain't working. At all. I know you still feel stressed. I know you still feel unfulfilled. I don't care how much money you have in the bank or what sort of professional vocation that you have. Right? And you can still have those. That may be your calling. Right? But if you're not actively seeking God and praying and asking him to be of a huge presence in your life and through your work. Right? And through your children's life. If his hands are not in it, then it ain't it, okay? (laughs) It ain't for you, okay? So I just want to just sincerely pray for each and every one of you that, again, you step boldly and firmly before God and into your calling that he has over your life. I know you're sick and tired. Of the life you've been living. I know you're sick and tired of feeling unfulfilled. I know you're sick and tired of not knowing what it is that you should be doing. Or what what God has called you to do. I've been there. And quite frankly, it sucks. I don't like it. I love this place that I'm in. Is it difficult? Absolutely. Absolutely. It's not cool to be, you know, Christian and... To, well, you know, according to others, it's not cool to be a Christian. And um, a lot of people have their have different cultural views and try to manipulate the Bible. And as we talked about, you know, in the last uh, podcast episode and, you know, it's not cool to sit here and, you know, live a life that's modest and humble and it's not flashy and cool. And I'm not around here just going about dressing naked. 
you know, as I kind of used to dress naked, actually. I mean, I was I was trying to keep it cute in class, but it was still naked. But that's besides the point. It's not cool to be a Christian these days. But you know what? I sincerely want you to ask yourself. I want you to ask yourself this question, and this may be the topic of the next podcast episode. Or a future one. Are you okay with where you're going to end up when you die? Because you know what you do today, what you do today and from for the rest of your life and how you live is going to determine whether God is going to grant you access into the gates of heaven. I seriously want you to ponder on that. Are you okay with where you're going to end up? All right, y'all. So. Man, I think this probably been, have been my longest podcast, but that's okay. Um, I want you guys to know that I, sis- I sincerely love you guys so much. And if there is any way that I can pray for you, be of support to you, or anything of that nature, please, by all means, um, feel free to reach out to me. If you know me personally and you have my cell phone number, send me a text. Um, if you follow me on social media, on my personal or on my business page, definitely send me a direct message. I would love, absolutely love to answer any questions that you have about, you know, saying yes to God's calling or, um, any questions that you have about, you know, being a Christian. And I would absolutely love to pray for and with you. All you have to do is just reach out. I was once like that. I was scared, so I understand. But just reach out. You just never know what's on the other side of your yes. Ooh, I like that. The other side of your yes to God's calling. All right, be sure to check out the links in the description below. Um, I will be actually uh, talking about in the next episode um, about an opportunity that I came across which is all about um, Christian women in business. So um, if you're a Christian woman or you're kind of, it doesn't matter which stage you're at as far as your walk in faith, but uh, if you know you want to build a faith-based business of any sort, um, I definitely have the perfect opportunity for you um, with this group called Girl Power Alliance. I'll go ahead and Girl Power Alliance, and I'll go ahead and link that in the show notes below. Um, I'll link all of my social media uh, pages down below as well. And um, yeah, if you would love to personally work one on one with me, um, as far as you know, us getting you to a point where you're wanting to really commit to uh, this Christian lifestyle. And, um, you know, being an ambassador of Christ, then definitely I would love, love, love to work with you. I will link that information below as well. And we can schedule some time to speak. But bye bye for now. I love you. God bless you all. And let's make it a great day in a godly way. Amen. Amen. Love you guys. Bye bye.